Well, hey there and welcome back. Now, do you ever find yourself feeling out of sorts? You do a little scan of your life and you just can't put your finger on the cause of it. Now, I feel this way too sometimes. The Vibe Care Toolkit definitely helps and you can find the link to it in the show notes. But sometimes it's something bigger than raising your vibe. Sometimes it's just nature and we can either flow with it or we can push against it. Now, my coach Susan used to ask me, Tracy, why are you always swimming upstream? Why not go with the flow of your life? Now, I didn't at first, but now I really get what she was talking about. If you can relate, and even if you have no idea what I'm talking about, just bear with me here, okay? You're going to love my next guest, guest, Kathy Strucker. Now, during this episode, we talk about how our bodies are made to work with our natural cyclical energy. That's either menstrual or lunar, and why it's so important to align with these cycles. Now, Kathy Strucker is an energetic rhythms coach. She's a yoga teacher and podcast host. She helps women use their body's innate rhythms to make conscious choices that integrate productivity and downtime in all areas of life without guilt. I love that last part. I'll say it again, without guilt. Now, while struggling with fertility, Kathy discovered that slowing down and tuning into her energetic tendencies helped her relax enough to become pregnant with her first child without fertility treatment. Thus, she began using these concepts in her teaching. Kathy is now a mama to three lively littles. She's a wife to a law enforcement officer, And she loves being active and enjoying nature on her back porch. Now, this episode is full of gold nuggets. So be sure to tag either Kathy or both of us um, on social media. And, uh, And I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman. For moms, by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood from fear, loss, and heartbreak to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. And welcome, Kathy. It is so great to have you on the show today. Tracy, thank you so much. It's so good to be here. Yeah. So, I would love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about your journey and how you got to be um, doing what you're doing right now. Absolutely. Um, it started, I I was a yoga teacher. I mm-hmm. still am a yoga teacher. Um, I went to school for health and human performance. So movement has always been a part of me. And right. you know, you have a yoga background as well. Like once you drink the potion, (laughs) it kind of changes your life, right? It It changes the way that you think. It changes the way you perceive things. It it changes everything. Um, So I was a yoga teacher and I own a yoga studio and um, decided that when the pandemic hit, I guess, uh, I wanted to change my business also. It gave me permission to to do something a little bit different. And thus I started teaching people about their energetic rhythms and their Mm -hmm. cyclical nature. We as women have this power behind us and, and we've been trained as a society to think of life as linear and um, that's a very masculine way of thinking. And it's ironic because in my life, in my, my yoga practice, I practice the same yoga practice pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. I do add in some other things 
when my body's feeling like it. But my yoga practice is a very masculine practice. And it wasn't until a few years ago that someone pointed that out to me. And I thought, oh, well, that's really interesting. And she's like, maybe you need to invite some more feminine energy into your life somehow. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's just, that's weird, but okay. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> I'm a very, I, I can kind of be rigid with some things sometimes. Um, but it was a message that I needed to hear and that I had actually been hearing throughout my life. And that's the one that kind of made the impact and, and reminded me that, oh yeah, I am a woman, I am cyclical and it doesn't right. have to be all everything ducks in a row all the time and um, one thing after another. So yeah. That's kind of a long story short, but then I, st I started teaching women and engaging women in this, this idea that we are cyclical and reminding them that it's okay to come back to that. And we don't have to do things the way that society has always taught us to do things. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's beautiful. And a, a couple of things that you said that I loved for one thing that the, um, the pandemic gave you permission. I love that because it really gave us all permission to really rethink what's working, what's not working. You know, what 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 do I want more of? What do I want less of? I mean, really, it it was a it was a forced <laughs> it was a forced opportunity. You know, but really, and it sounds like you took hold of it of that. You know, of that. I have an opportunity in front of me, and guess what? I can do things differently. I love it's that. True. Yeah, it's true. Yet it's still very. <laughs> challenging at times, you know, and, and, uh, right. Just to, to think that this was my identity and I'm shifting into this other, you know, for so long, right. uh, people knew me, people know me as like, Oh, you're the yoga person. You're the health and fitness person, you know, right. all of that. And I do. And I love that. And that's still very much a part of who I am as a person, but also I've been a coach for, um, I don't know since 2006. Mm -hmm. So a long time. And right. I hadn't really been fully engaging that side of me. Yeah. And I'm like, I, that's something I've always wanted to do, but it was finding the courage to make that vision a reality. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that. You know, Kathy, we are very much aligned. <laughs> I'm listening to your story and I'm listening to the, um, you also talked about the, um, that feminine part of you and that I am so I'm learning and I am shifting and I'm reminding myself and I have, I have dear friends around me who are reminding me that because I have a lot of masculine energy and, yes. you know, and I, I like so things to be in a row. Do. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I like things to go the way they're supposed to go. <laughs> you know, I like I like to know what's coming. I like to, you know, I like to, I like to plan things out, mm -hmm. but it is very masculine, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I have a friend, a friend who is reminding me to dress more feminine and to, cause I kind of, I tend to wear the uniform and it's, it's just easy. You know, I wear a yeah. sport and a tank top is where really it's like, or a t-shirt or Boom, jeans and a t-shirt, right? I, <laughs> I mean, that's it. It's easy for me. Right. But she's encouraging me, encouraging me to, why don't you just like, you know, wear yoga pants and a tank top and, and a kimono on top, just so you're a little more flowy and a little more feminine. I'm like, okay, I'm adding a little bit more of that in. But the interesting thing for me is that, and I told you about this before we, um, before we started the interview is that I have, 
I have known about, I've known that the full moon affects me. I know that the moon affects me, right? I, I, I'm a, I'm a highly sensitive person. First of all, mind, body, soul. I'm a, I'm a highly sensitive person and the moon affects me. I've known this for decades, but I never really did anything about it. And it was just a couple of months ago that I started, I have this big wall calendar on my wall. I just started putting um, a little, a little black circle um, to represent the moon on every month on my calendar. And I just, the other day, I went through my Google calendar and I put the full moon. And what I've started to do also is to not, um, not schedule anything the week before the full moon, but it's interesting. And then I meet you <laughs> like, oh my yeah. gosh, this is what she teaches. How? Yeah. And, and I don't think that is out of the blue. I think it's really, you know, I, it, it's the opening up and the, the, um, the, I'm basically asking, I've been asking for help. Like, okay, I I've done yeah. this on my calendar. I know that the full moon affects me, but what about everything else? So so back up that's just a little um so i really i'm really resonate with you and with your yoga with with the and and the the kind of shifting too and what i've learned is that because i i i never i taught yoga a little bit but i got my yoga teacher training um did my yoga teacher training basically for me you know because i had been i've been at this point i've been on the mat for almost 30 years and I've tried all kinds of different mo- different modalities, and I always come back to the to the yoga mat. But and I've realized in my coaching is that I am teaching yoga. I've been teaching yoga all along, right? With the meditation and and mm-hmm. with uh, with breath and and different things like that, just not the asana. So anyway, I'm very interesting, and I I love that. Absolutely, um, and you know that reminder that the putting it on your calendar is so so crucial to know, um, to anticipate how you're personally going to respond. So the thing about it is the full moon is usually where most women, um, start to notice things because that's like the most present that's putting it out there. So for years, I also just followed the moon. Um, I started tracking my biological cycle and my hormones back before, uh, we had my before I had my first child mm-hmm. and he's seven now. So I started doing that as a means of, we were having fertility issues. And so as a means of just um, trying to make that work, make that work, like there's my control make word, there's right? Masculine, make right? it work. I'm going to make like this me. work. <laughs> can't make it work. Right. Um, but it that allow was, it, right? That's yes, the exactly. It's the allowing. Exactly. So that was a means of uh, learning more about my body there. And I also, when he was a baby, then started to just take note of the moon and like where it was. And it just started fascinating me. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about this because I mentioned that we are cyclical and, and right. I didn't really share that I help women use that cycle, use their personal cycle, use their energetic rhythms, I like to call it, um, to, to feel like they can get through the chaos of life without so much stress. So when I, when I first got out of college and all my life, I'm just like a, I'm a type A, I'm very high, I would say high strung kind of, um, but high energy and, um, and like to be doing all the time, just going and doing. So when I first got out of college and was working, like I just dove into work. I wasn't married. I didn't have kids. I just dove into work. 
And then when I got married and I changed jobs and I was working from home, I did the same thing. I was neglecting my family because I was working from home and I was like, well, I don't have any kids right now. And my husband's just watching TV so I can just jump on my computer and do this stuff. Not a big deal. Um, I also work for a volunteer, an organization that dealt with volunteers. So volunteers aren't usually available during daytime hours. So I was finding myself working in the evenings a lot, going to evening meetings. um, And that was part of my issue. I was super stressed out, super, super stressed out. And that's like the best way that I can describe it. And it, I, my, my body wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowing my body to come into that rest and digest mode Mm, to relax. Um, I practiced yoga for about 20 years as well. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I actually decided to do my 200 hour training back in 2013, 2012, that, and I came across the the practice that I currently use, um, that I started that my body relaxed. So as I mentioned, right. we were struggling with fertility. Once I, I practiced not even two months of the style of yoga that I teach right now. And I became pregnant. Right. It was of like, course. I allowed myself the permission and we had gone through three, at least three, maybe four rounds of intrauterine, um, to, of IUI to try and get pregnant and they didn't work. None of them took, and we were getting ready to do IVF. Um, but I got pregnant, I got pregnant and it was because I slowed down and I actually tuned into my inner guidance and I started listening to my body. Mm -hmm. I was just run down. I was a CrossFit type workout junkie. Mm -hmm. I, um, and I'm a full convert. Like I, for a while dabbled in using, um, those high intensity workouts and my yoga practice, but eventually decided like my yoga practice is way more important to me. I use that for my mental health. Um, and, and from then on, it was a matter of, I didn't want to go on birth control or hormonal birth control to, um, to prevent pregnancy before we were ready to have more kids. Right. And that was important to me because I had been on birth control for so long that in my mind, I thought, what if there is a chance that I'm on this? And that's what made it difficult to get pregnant. Right. It likely wasn't. It was likely that I was not tuning into my inner wisdom and my inner guidance. Um, However, I didn't want to do that. I wanted, and I'm kind of a um, hippy dippy. I I wanted more natural stuff. I didn't want, I didn't want the, to be taking anything if I didn't have to be. So we, we used the fertility awareness method before our second child was born. Um, and that's when I really started tuning into the, the cyclical energy and beginning to use that and tracking and um, just knowing when I would feel my best. Mm, right. Now, that being said, that's a lot. I just threw a whole lot of information. At that you. is a lot of information. Yeah. But it's your journey. You yeah, know, it's exactly. So here. that's really my story. Like that's, that's, I would say the more, um, how I got to this cyclical being and teaching women about their cycle, right. teaching women about their energetic rhythms, because I did it and I used it and other women need to know about this because it can change their life. And it can, it, it, once you start to live with your rhythms, it makes life easier. It makes life right. flow. Uh, I love that. I love that. And I, um, I also, I was on birth control for decades, right? I was actually diagnosed with bipolar disorder and 
um, because I was feeling crazy, you know, like a crazy woman. But I got on it so young that I didn't know myself, right? I didn't know myself when I when I started it. And then I went off and I was off for about six months before we actually started um, started tracking, right? Um, I, yeah. I'd not heard of the fertility awareness, but I'd love that. I love that. And I would love to hear more about that. Um, yeah. But I... Um, I was off of the pill for about six months and I started realizing that I'm not crazy or let's say I'm not as crazy as I thought I was. I'm still crazy. (laughs) Like I'm still bonkers and that's okay. Um, But I'm not, I'm not that like, whoo. And it was, it was the hormones that I was on. I didn't even know myself. So very interesting. And I think too, when you're, when you're taking birth control, when you're on the pill and it's more, it's like a, this is what I'm doing. It's, it's that masculine again, right? It's Mm -hmm. the control. But uh-huh. then once you're able to, once you're, and, and I would, lo- I would have loved to have, well, at least now I would, lo- I wish that I knew about this and your cycle, you know, like tracking and, and, and understanding the rhythms of your body um, 20 years ago, but now I do. And that's exactly. okay. And now but, we get to move forward with it. Right. And, and now we get to move forward. And, you know, all those years on the pill, it, I mean, there's nothing I could do about it. Right. That's, right. that's. That was, that was then, but now, now I, I know better and I can move forward. So what is the fertility, fertility awareness method? What does that look like? um, It's really just a matter of using um, your basal metabolic temperature. So Mm -hmm. taking your temperature every single morning, which you mentioned you had started to do that, tracking your cycle, and then using also um, visual and physical cues from your body. So the mucus that you produce each month and, you know, we as women, we don't teach our daughters. And as a girl growing up and as a, as a teenager, as a college age student, like, how do you know what's normal? Cause right. you don't talk about that stuff. And that stuff is the, like, that's the, yes, you, you're going to produce more mucus. You're going to produce more fluids through, from your body during certain times of the month. Right. Nobody talks about that, but yeah. fertility awareness method is, um, is, is the, point that I started using that and like, oh yeah, you got to track these things and use these things. So it's using all of those cues to um, plan pregnancy basically, or plan your fertility, plan when you want to have kids or, or to prevent having children. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's beautiful and it works beautifully if you, you follow all the steps. Right. Um, again, that's kind of masculine, but also it's very in touch with your feminine side because I mean, it's all about family planning and, and what you, what you want, what you don't want right. in your life. So well, it's and, just getting to know your body so much better. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's masculine, but it's feminine because it's nature, right? Exactly. It's not, it's, not, exactly. it's, it's different that the, uh, the, 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 um, birth control is the, you know, the, the birth control that we think about birth control pills, that's the masculine. That is like, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to put a stop. I'm just going to control this. Yep. Right. Right. But this is the learning to go with the flow. And I really love that. And can you, can you talk, talk a little bit more about the, what is the energetic, what does it mean? What, what, what is, what are energetic rhythms and um, go a little bit deeper into that. So our listeners can, um, can follow. Absolutely. So we all have these energetic rhythms and long story short, you could match up with the moon mm-hmm. and you might not. So the moon right. is the feminine body in our universe, in our, in our world, right? 
And the sun is the daily masculine that comes up, goes down every day. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's very regular on a daily basis, on a 24 hour basis, right? right? So the sun is masculine. The moon is feminine in the way that it represents our inner emotions, mm -hmm. our inner thoughts, our inner workings and the feminine side of us. It cycles on a 28, 29-ish day cycle. What else cycles like that? Oh yeah, right. we do. Yeah. We cycle on a 28, 29, 30, whatever it may be, day cycle, right? But we've been programmed and kind of like we talked about before to think that we need to get up every morning and we're the same person and we can just repeat, repeat, repeat and be that same person every single day. But we're not right. and it's not possible. And we feel that energy. Our hormones fluctuate up and down throughout the month. The moon's energy fluctuates throughout its cycle as well, throughout mm -hmm. the lunar cycle. And so no matter what you believe, what you, um, what you think, science proves that the moon impacts the waters of this earth, oh, yeah. right? The moon impacts the tides. Mm -hmm. So the moon definitely plays a role in us because we are made up of a lot of water, right? right? So we're right. going to feel the impacts of the moon, no matter what. Science has proven that. We're going to feel that. Energy is tough because it's one of those things that we can't measure. Yeah. And so it, it makes it hard for some people to wrap their minds around and hard to, um, to grasp for some people, but it's right. there. You yeah. know that there's an energetic connection. That energetic connection is your intuition, your divine inner wisdom, mm -hmm. the inner knowing, right? It's what we feel when we feel like um, we have a really great high day and we're, we're just feeling like we're walking on air. And then we can have a day where we feel like, mm, I really wanna be by myself. I don't even want to see the world. That's all normal. Right. And that's beautiful. Oh, and so that. to be Gosh, given, I wish I knew that be, when I was a kid, <laughs> to be given the message that we don't have to be happy and upbeat and, and connecting with others all the time is beautiful. Yeah. You get to allow yourself those times to schedule the week that, you know, you're going to be working by yourself. You're going to be doing stuff that you don't need anybody's help with. And you, you have support around you, your family, your friends to understand that and to honor and give space for that as well. So that's what I teach women to learn how to do and to use. And you can use both your menstrual cycle and the lunar cycle. Right. Um, when you've gone through menopause already, you only really have to worry about one, which is easy and good. Right. Um, I... I, when I was breastfeeding, I've never gotten my, and I, I nursed all three of my kids. I've never gotten my cycle back while nursing, mm. except for my third. And that's when I started digging into all of this work and like started putting the energy into, I'm going to go for this and I'm going to teach other women how to do this. Probably two or three months before I was done nursing, I got my period back and I was like, what? And the thing is it, it started a day and a half or two days before the start of a new moon, ah, which was beautiful because right. the new moon actually aligns with and represents um, in our menstrual phase. Mm, okay. For the most part for uh, in, if you were to look back historically, tribally native cultures, they would think that that new moon is the dark time. That's your moon time. Mm 
Right. That's the inward time, the time of reflection, the time of um, looking forward to what's to come, but just to be quiet and be still and maybe not do so much. The full moon is the time for connection. Hmm. Is your okay. period always going to align like that with the moon? Absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. So it could be that you cycle with the full moon instead of the new moon. And there's a lot of thoughts and a lot of things about that that we're not going to go into today. Right. Um, but there's different energy with each and within each phase. So there's four, four main phases of the moon, four main phases of the menstrual cycle as well. Oh, so, interesting. so, yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so using your energetic rhythms means um, noticing where you're at, noticing what your energy is doing in the different phases of your cycle, and then being able to anticipate how to use that energy, mm, right? how to plan for it. Right. Gosh, that is beautiful. I love that, Kathy. And uh, um, going back to what you said just a little while ago about your um, about how you're not the same person every single day or, or mm -hmm. you know, every day of the month, and it made me think about um, even on the yoga mat, every day you're you're different. Every exactly. day is a different experience. Every day it's never the same. And I think that is such a beautiful thing. And 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 I hadn't ever thought of our bodies being, you know, what is it like eighty percent or eighty five or maybe even ninety? Uh, I can't remember what it is, but it's, it's like seventy percent. I think 70%. yeah, it's a lot of water. I never thought yeah. of that in relation to the tides and the, yeah. that's really, that makes a whole lot more sense, you know? And you talk to anybody in the medical world who's been in an ER or in labor and delivery at all, mm -hmm. that's why there's an increase in births oh, yeah. around the full moon, right? right? The, the full moon tends to pull out our inner energy. So when, mm -hmm. when the talk of like, oh, the full moon is when all the crazies come out, like that's serious because it's, like you're feeling this inner energy that's trying to come out and all the other times we're trying to hold it in. Mm. But the full moon is the time that we almost have this permission to just be, to be out there, to connect, to put ourselves out there and like whatever happens, happens. Right. right. So I love that. I love, and because that, I know for myself, it's even it's it's even like five days before this. The once the full moon, it almost feels for me when it's almost like when 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 we reach the full moon, it's almost like the start of my period, like where like it just flows, like I'm just like like a relief. Yeah. But it's yeah. the five days before, or even sometimes even a week. I feel like yeah, and I have I have a couple on a a couple of occasions. Um, different places with friends um, on a full moon, just like howled and how good that felt to exactly. get that energy out of my body. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to think more about that and more and more about, um, cause I guess I was thinking, oh, this is a time when I need to be when I need to be still. And I just know, don't need to share my crazies with everybody that week. Let before. it out. But so the full moon out. is the okay. start of the releasing. It's the start of right. when the full moon starts to go back in. Mm -hmm. So it is the, it's the, the letting go. I love that. 
Oh, that's perfect. Okay. That's when you can really be in your element and like, right. yeah, you want to howl at the moon, howl at the moon, let it out because you're letting, whew, you're letting all of that energy out and letting it go and just being the full embodiment of your feminine nature. Yeah, love that. I love that. Okay, so with the lunar cycle and your your what do you call it that your period cycle your yeah your menstrual cycle menstrual cycle so um how do you know which like which one to follow like what what do you what do you teach good question um so basically if you are not on hormonal birth control mm-hmm. and you have your your menstrual cycle your primary cycle or energetic rhythm to align with is your menstrual cycle when that happens. Right. Now, if you're on hormonal birth control or have anything that's going to impact your hormones, so maybe you're taking hormone replacement therapy or something like that, then you would definitely use, or if you've gone through menopause, you would use the lunar cycle as your primary cycle. Okay. Now, if you still have your menstrual cycle, you've got to use both energy cycles and you've got to find the balance. I guarantee that once you start paying attention to your menstrual cycle and tracking it, you'll start to see a pattern and a rhythm that aligns in some way with the moon. Right. It may not be that your menstrual cycle is during the new moon. It may be that your menstrual cycle is during the full moon or during the, the waxing or the waning phase. Right. But you'll start to see a pattern and you'll start to um, be able to use that energy then more productively. When you when you have your menstrual cycle during the full moon, there's definitely a dichotomy and you feel this this pull, this draw to put yourself out there, just like what we talked about. Mm, But you're also feeling this inward pull to be quiet and to be still. Mm -hmm. So it can be a really challenging thing to manage and to work through on your own because you're feeling this like, ah, Jekyll and Hyde almost. Right, right. But it's possible and it's a beautiful thing. And I love that you are, you're making it all normal, (laughs) right? It's all normal. And I think that's what we, what we uh, what we really need to understand, and it's not that it's just the fluctuations and the flow and the the differences in our bodies. It's all normal, and it's not. I'm crazy, although we may feel the crazies. It's not. There's nothing wrong with us, right? Right, and, and that, like you talked about, the Jekyll and Hyde, because I I know that feeling that like oh, I, uh, I, I, part of me wants to do this, and part of me wants to do this, and then which what do I listen to? How do I, you know, what do I do? It takes practice. And that's when you have to find your rhythm and then listen to that inner guidance, listen to the inner wisdom within you. Right. And that's what, as you know, as a yoga teacher, it takes slowing down enough. And sometimes I think that that's the most challenging thing for women because we have this monkey mind. There's, there's always going to be the things to do. And we, we don't give ourselves time to slow down. We don't give ourselves permission to slow down and trust that all those things are going to get done. Right. Right. But if you were to give yourself permission to slow down when you feel the pull to slow down and to just reflect and be with yourself, you are definitely going to be able to use the energy. Your energy is going to come back. You're going to be able to use that energy more productively to get the things done that you need to get done. 
And, you know, it's interesting because I have also in the past couple months since I started really paying attention and, and knowing when the full moon and not in a, not in a, in a, oh my gosh, here it comes just in, in, a, in a knowing way that when I listen and when I sit, when my body is telling me that it's time to sit and relax and say no, when, when, it, when my body is telling me to say no, or my, you know, my, my spirit, um, I'm much more intuitive, right? When oh, I take that sure. time to sit. And the one thing that I learned, the, the, the number one most important thing that I learned during that, um, my, uh, my yoga teacher training was that, so I, I am also a mover. I am also a type A I'm moving, moving, moving my body. So that the, the sitting is something that I have to, I have to remind myself to do, but I learned that what I need more than anything is the meditation rather than the asana. That was huge for me because I was like, oh, I'm going to get on my mat and I'm going to, but I would often miss that, that, that quiet space. So yeah. Can you speak into that? If you have a natural tendency to move and to do, then yes, your challenge is going to be the being still. That was exactly it. The being quiet and the, the pause. Yeah. That's going to be the most challenging thing. Right. And it's also probably the thing that's going to make the biggest change and impact in your life. Yeah. No matter who you are. Right. I, like I said at the beginning, was this stressed out person who just wanted to do all the time and wanted to go all the time. Yet I kept getting these messages in various forms throughout my life to be still. Yeah. To just be still. Right. Where my, I have, when my second child was um, a baby and we were getting ready to go celebrate 4th of July, about 45 minutes away. And I'm rushing around the house. My husband was working that day. So it was me and the two kids. I'm rushing around the house. My two-year-old looks up at me and he says, mama, just be still. Oh, and I was like, huh? Okay. Okay. Well, Thank you, God. That was a beautiful reminder, right. God, that, that, yeah, I need to just chill. We're going to get there when we get there. Right, right. And that's like the biggest lesson. Yeah. That's the, the biggest lesson that I have learned in doing all of this to trust the process and trust that being still is okay. Yeah. Because we're going to have the energy. The cycle renews, it's a cycle. Right. Right. Oh, so it's got the phases. Yeah. 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 Okay. So when, so the full moon is the time when you getting the energy out and the new moon is the time when you're more reflective, more, can you speak a little bit more about that? Maybe. Yeah. So it's the time, right. 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 So the moon time or your menstrual cycle is your time for just going inward, taking a few days to really block your schedule out and not do a whole lot. It's like winter basically. Mm, Right. Right. So we have the four seasons. Exactly. Exactly. You get this little winter and it's this permission to go inside and to winter. That is beautiful. Do. Yeah. To go inside and to just not do much of anything and just relax and chill. When you start to do that, if you have your menstrual cycle, likely you're going to see immediate changes in your menstrual cycle. It's going to start to feel more comfortable. Maybe Mm -hmm. it might shorten your cycle. It might, um, might balance out your hormones or those hormonal shifts, those mood swings that you have some, Right. but you're tuning into what your body is calling you to do. Mm -hmm. Right. So the, the new moon 
also calls for that. Okay. It calls for taking some time around the new moon to just be reflective, mm. to begin to think about and set intentions for the upcoming cycle. Right. Okay. It's a time when you're really intuitively strong. It's like that, that sheath between your conscious and subconscious mm -hmm. is very thin. Mm. And so you have more access to the subconscious. You have right. more access to that intuition that sometimes we choose to ignore. Right. Okay. Oh, this is so beautiful. I love this, Kathy. This is this is really amazing. And I, I see us having another um, conversation. Yeah, I would love <laughs> that. I know there's point. so much. There's there is just, so much. There is so much. Yeah, I feel like we're just scratching the surface at the moment. Um, but this has been amazing. And can you tell us about a time in motherhood that felt impossible that you either overcame something or you achieved something that felt impossible? Yeah. Um, I think that the, well, I'll go here with this. I wasn't going to tell this story, but I kind of shared my fertility struggle already before. And right. that was really the, the thing that felt like we're never going to be able to have kids. We're never going to have kids and there's no answer. Mm, but right. the story I want to share is the courage that I got to quit my full-time job and to start my yoga business. Right. That was the time that I thought there's, it's not possible. I have a nine month old. Why would I do that? It would be cutting our, our household income. I can't do that. And my yoga teacher said, why not? Yeah. Why can't you do that? You are a brilliant yoga teacher. You can do this. You have the you have the community. We live in a smaller community than he's in. He's like, you've got the following in your community. Why wouldn't you do it? Right. And I said, okay, I guess I'm going to do it. And the next month I quit my job and the rest is history. I became wow. an entrepreneur and uh -huh. like, it's not, not always easy. You know that, I do. but yeah. um, it's been a super scary trip, but also just, I have to remind myself every day to leap and trust that the net will appear. Right. Well, isn't that and it? Just, like we take the yeah. step and then the next step is 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 uh, made available to us. But until we yeah. take that step, I think we all, especially, I, that's a pretty brave, knowing just what I know from you from this conversation, that's a pretty, that's a very bold move for you. Because yeah. like yeah. you were talking about, like <laughs> liking, liking, liking the um, all the ducks to be in a row. Yeah. But that understanding that when you, when you, listen, take a step. And then the next step is revealed. Oh, because we want to have it all planned out. We want all the ducks in a row. That's mm -hmm. not how it works when right. we're listening. Right. Right. Uh, I really, I love that story. I love that. Cool. That is a beautiful and thank you that, you know, that we can like, why can't we? The Absolutely. only reason that we can is because we're telling ourselves that we can't. Exactly. Right? It's all the story in your head. It's, it's the, the disbelief that you are capable of it, but you are capable of it. Everyone yeah. is it's, it's takes courage and it takes a trust. Like my faith is super strong and I have to talk to God and every single day and just yeah. throughout my day, find that trust, right. find that trust right. that, that it will, I will be taken care of and I am held safely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love it. Well, Kathy, this has been an amazing conversation. Like I said, I really, I see us having more of these conversations because this is yeah. really, it, it's really, if, if, 
more of us, if more women, I mean, imagine what life would be like if we all lived according to our nature rather than um, I know pushing and pushing and pushing. And I say that, you know, I, I, I'm a pusher. (laughs) I have to remind myself to allow rather than, you know, make it happen. Like we talked about before. Now, how can our listeners get a hold of you? Yeah, I am on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook probably more so these days. Um, my Facebook page is Karen Yoga Wellness, C-A-I-R-N Yoga Wellness. Mm-hmm. And same thing on Instagram. And my Facebook group is Energetic Rhythms for Intentional Living. Mm-hmm. Yes, you definitely want to look Kathy up. I'm in her um, I'm in her Facebook group and it's amazing. She shares some really, really beautiful things in there. It's a beautiful, beautiful community that you've created. Thank you. Oh, I also have a website, karenyogawellness.com. Okay, beautiful, <laughs> so, beautiful. Yep. All right, so please definitely go check out Kathy um, and, you know, uh, maybe, um, uh, shout out to her on, uh, on social media, tell her that you, that you, um, that you heard her here and, uh, and just lots of kudos because you're, what the work that you're doing is amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. All right. And I've got a free gift. Oh, I've got a free, free gift, gift for yes, you guys please, too. Please, please, please. Um, my basic energetic rhythms tracker. So if you mm-hmm. want to start tracking your cycle, the easiest thing you can do is use the basic energetic rhythms tracker and Tracy will link that in the show notes. Um, but it's, it helps you just start to get some of those fundamentals down so that you can see if you align with the moon, what your menstrual cycle is doing and all of that. Right. Beautiful. I love that. And I, you and I had a conversation um, earlier about how that's how I got pregnant actually by, by, um, by tracking. It was, it was, it was like, it was miraculous. All of a sudden I I started tracking. Two other beautiful babies because of that as well. Right. Right. (laughs) I know. I know. And imagine if we tracked and we, if we followed our, 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 or listened to our bodies and followed the natural flow, how beautiful life would be. Exactly. All right, Kathy, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing all of your your passion and um, and all of this. It's been a gold nugget filled episode. Well, thank you, Tracy, for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, yes. All right. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. Now, if you haven't already, go ahead and download the High Vibe Toolkit. It's a mom's guide for taking yoga off the mat and into your life. You'll learn how to create your own unique toolkit full of tools for raising your vibe quickly and getting yourself out of a funk in record time next time you find yourself in one. Because funk happens, right? You'll learn how to tap into your inner mentor to cultivate more joy, more connection, and more harmony in your life as you return to your natural high vibe self. You'll raise the vibe in your home as you reclaim your own inner vibe. Now, this is the only guide designed to help moms who want to feel alive keep their yoga vibe flowing both on and off the mat no matter what comes next. So download the High Vibe Toolkit at www.highvibetoolkit.com and reclaim your inner vibe. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.